When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It seems like every time I join you, we have no news. Nothing's going on. We're in a we're in a dead period because there's not a lot going on. The Bears have been very methodical in their approach to free agency. And every day, it's like talking to my children. I have to come out and be like, listen, everybody, there is a lot of ways to fill out a roster. And it's not all going to be flash. And it's not all going to be hundred million dollar signings. Listen, you want, you, you want Christian Kirk for a hundred million? Are you that desperate? Are you that bad? It's like the people who are like, Hey, like there's a restaurant opening. Be like, Hey, we could wait for a half hour or, and have this. Oh, you want to just run a Taco Bell? Do go do that. And by the way, I guess we can kiss Taco Bell as a potential sponsor. But listen, but like that, sometimes you got to wait for the quantity, but uh, what I will not make you wait for is the opening of the show. So Sammy play the animation, please. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast, with Adam Ray. Trying to cut it back, Justin Fields making magic happen, there goes Fields, touchdown! The Sickest Chicago Bears and Fantasy Football Podcast. Sports entertainment like no other, it's gonna be sick. Hey, welcome to the Sick Podcast. It's me, Adam Rank, and we've got a great show for you today. Before we bring out our first guest, who you're going to love, you know him, Nicholas Moreno of CHGO Sports. We'll get to him in a moment, but first, we are recording this on Thursday morning. Tiger Woods is still out on the course in Augusta. The Chicago Cubs are playing the season opener right now. There are so many great things going on in sports right now. The Masters opening day of baseball and the fact that everybody is here still wanting to talk about the Chicago Bears is a testament to the great fans that we have and how amazing the NFL season is. But at the same time, people, like I was saying in the cold open, we don't have to rush through this. There's plenty of things to keep us distracted. You know, we don't have to sit here. Listen, you don't have to hit the refresh page waiting for the Bears to throw out a, a hundred mil to some third string wide receiver. Like we don't need that. It's fine. Everything's going to be okay. So go back. It's national. First of all, it's also National Beer Day. It's National Burrito Day. Although if you're in Chicago, eh, dial back. Maybe go to Big Al's. Maybe go to uh, Portillo's or do something else. I'm in Southern California. I can go get a burrito. But for the rest of you, chill out. All right. Okay. Uh, our first guest is going to be joining us here from CHGO Sports. They just launched a whole new podcast that not only covers the Chicago Bears, although our guest is involved with the Chicago Bears, but everything that you need with Chicago sports, including the White Sox, the Cubs, the Blackhawks, the Bulls, all that stuff. It's a great 
organization. Hope you are already, you're probably already checking them out, but if you're not, I implore you. But let's waste no more time in bringing our guest, Nick Moreno. And Nick, listen, how are, first of all, how are you? I'm doing well, Adam. How about yourself? I'm doing terrible because I'll tell you why. Because listen, this is what happens before the show. We meet in the green room. This is what I like to do. I come in, meet in the green room. Nick and I have not met before. And so, uh, you know, we'll get to know each other a little bit. Just say hello, make sure everything's fine. First thing, Sammy, actually it's Anello, but Sammy is, Sammy's the figurehead. Because I know that, I know Sammy put him up to it. Immediately, hey, Nick, great studio. Love your guys' studio, which is an obvious shot at me. And what I've got working here, which I think is, it's a, it's a humble little abode, abode I, I will say. And then sitting there, and I was talking about like my grad. I have I have reading glasses, and I'm like sitting here trying to read my notes. And uh, Nick's like, "Yeah, my parents like reading glasses." What? Is and look at the hair. You're showing off with it. At least you could have done it thrown on a beanie, so I don't feel as bad. But other than that, I think I'm great, Nick. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I'm like, I know my dad. He's the same way though. He's like, "Hey, I need I need the reader glasses." So once you brought him out, and you know, I could have used some, you know, a hat today. It's raining here in Chicago, but I yeah, decided to do the hair. All right, well, fair enough. It's 32 degrees here in Southern California. 32 to our international audience. It would be like 90 to the Americans. But here's my thing. I uh, I I love what you guys have been doing with CHGO Sports. I always appreciate as many different perspectives. And of course, you've got Adam on there. You've got Olin Krutz. You guys do a great job. How has that been? I, it, I mean, just you guys just launched it recently. How has that how has that experience been for you? Man, it's it's been great. I mean, to have professionals like that alongside you to cover the Chicago Bears, like you learn so much on a daily basis. Uh, just having Olin Krutz in the room every single day, it's like, hey, am I going to learn about offensive line play? All the stories you hear that um you know he's experienced throughout his his you know tenured career with the bears and then for a guy like adam hogue is like that's someone i looked up to when i was in journalism school and seeing mm -hmm. what he's able to do now they're my coworkers so it's been fantastic just over a month ago we actually launched chgo and you know from bears bulls blackhawks white sox cubs chicago sky as well like it's it's been great everyone's kind of getting along together and you know just establishing this content and People are finding like, hey, at 11 a.m. Central Time, I'm going to go watch CHGO Bears. Go see what Nick, Olin, Adam, Will DeWitt have to say. And like you mentioned earlier, like the Bears haven't been doing much. So you have to be creative yeah. in trying to find things to talk about at times. But it's been awesome, really a true blessing because this is what I've always wanted to do. Um, when I went to school at the University of Iowa, I always said I wanted to cover the Bears. However that can happen, I want to get to this point. And now it's kind of here. So I'm really just embracing it. And I'm blessed to be doing it. Yeah, you're absolutely crushing it. And it's cool because Iowa guy grew up still, you know, a lot of us move away. And so for you to still be in the middle of it, and of course, experiencing everything that Chicago has to offer, I think there's nothing like being in Chicago for opening day. And you mentioned everybody's getting along. How soon until the Southsiders and the Northsiders start to clash over the baseball season? You know, uh, maybe really, really quickly with that. And it's funny because we have we have our shirts, right, that you can buy. And the White Sox logo and the Cubs logo, they're facing each other. So yeah. we already had, like, envisioned this kind of happening. But I, I'm sure once that gets going, uh, it, it'll, be, it'll be fun to watch. I'm a White Sox fan. But, you know, I, I'm looking forward to those days when they finally get here. 
I'm aware. I, I know all too well that you're a White Sox fan. There's actually not a team that I hate more than the White Sox as I lose half of my audience. I will tell you, yeah, the, the funny thing is, is, well, listen, growing up, my, my parents are Cubs people. And so when we moved to Southern California, I was in first grade. My, my parents would not let me root. Like there was, well, we live close to Anaheim anyways. So I was going to be an Angels fan, but my parents were like, you're not rooting for the Dodgers. Like whatever it is. I was a little kid. The Dodgers had just won their only world series, uh, 88. So like, there was like a thing, like you're not rooting for them. So, and then, so I grew up as an Angels fan. And then, so, so of course, AJ Pruszynski will still hurt my soul to this day, which I, I don't know why more people don't do it. Like I, I wish more people did. I just, I, anytime I s- struck out swinging, I would just start running to first base. Hey, there you go, AJ. I mean, obviously doing that and it worked out, but you know, Adam, I have a question for you. Like obviously you moved so early on to LA and then you just yeah. stuck with Chicago sports though, right? Well, Chicago sport. This is this is this is where you're gonna get me in true, trouble. True. I uh well I'll, okay. I'm to pull back the curtain. Um, I know you're a young fellow. LA didn't have a football team for a long time. I don't know if you knew this. Yeah, it's weird now because LA being the top of the football world, hard to imagine there was a huge gap for a lot of adolescents who did not have a football team. And what what you find with Southern California people now, when we do the when we do the drop off uh with the kids. You know, you see the parents out there and it's a lot of, you know, growing up out here, you're like, everybody's a Lakers fan. Everybody's Mm -hmm. pretty much a Kings fan. Like there's a, there's some Ducks fans, but primarily the Kings. Then it's Angels Dodgers is where the huge split is. And, uh, but it's whatever random football team. And for a lot of people, me being born in Chicago, my parents being Chicago fans, it's very easy for me to make that transition. A lot of people, there's a lot of Vikings fans. One of my friends grew up a Vikings fans because of Randy Moss. There's a lot of okay. 49er fans. So it's it's really like, I don't know, it feels like we get robbed of an experience. But at the same time, one of the cool things is like my children now root for the football team that my parents rooted for. Like if I was a Rams fan, it would be weird. And it was when I was a real little kid. But, you know, like, but now, you know, now I, now the kids, there's a lineage, you know, so they, all, uh, yeah. you know, so that's how it happens. Although I will tell you, the uh, the Kings Blackhawks rivalry back in the day not fun for me with the family. I was not I was not a very popular fellow. So I, I can imagine, but uh, hey, it all worked out in the end. Now you're in. Now you were talking about how it's somewhat difficult to go out there and find content and try to figure out what to talk about. I know the other day, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys were talking about who were taking in a two on two. Yes, yes. Yeah, so are- one of our. Uh- who was your who was your two on two guy? What were you what what was the what was the gist of that? Yeah, so we got a uh, super chat and just on YouTube saying, "Hey, if you guys are gonna do a basketball tournament, two v two, and the podcast before we got to the um, CHGO was called the Chicago Audible, and the founder of that, Will Dewitt, was my counterpart in that in the two v two. So it would be Adam Johns, Adam Hogue, and then you had Olin Krutz, Jason McKean, and then Waddle and Sylvie." So like, okay, who's going to win these, these two V twos. And, you know, I mean, I, I didn't play in high school, but every time after football practice or the football seasons, like I was at the basketball courts for hours on end. So I can hoop. And, you know, I, I, I was asked on the show yesterday, Hey, can will hoop? And I don't know. I just never seen him. And it was just a long pause. And it was basically a no. So, 
Yeah, that's where it kind of came from. But apparently Adam Johns and Adam Hogue are hoopers. They can play. But, hey, Olin Kruitz yeah. and Jason McKee are, you know, professional football players. They can move. That's so. the thing. That's- low posts, like, who's – yeah, it's not happening. Like, Olin Kruitz is showing me how to block maybe like a, a week or two ago. And I, you know, put my hands on his chest to show him how to form and stuff. It's like hitting a brick wall, like the one that's behind crazy. me right here. It's like it's not – that's not happening. Get him in a low post. It's like – I'm going to have to pull the chair or something because it's not going to, there's not going to be much resistance. I, I like how you threw in heck, making sure everybody knows that that brick wall is real. Unlike the, the drywall that my producer, Sammy is going to harangue me for when the show's over. It is interesting though, that anytime you're in the midst of a professional athlete, you, you forget sometimes, but I will tell this story. So Maurice Jones drew, we were doing fantasy and friends back in the day and there was a pull-up bar outside of the stage and on a monday on a monday one of the pas was like hey let's have a pull-up contest I'm like okay so i went out did 13 pull-ups mjd did one and mjd not happy like ah oh, like he starts you know doing the whole thing like i'm whatever like i'm injured fast forward to friday friday mjd does 23 pull-ups after working out for a week Cause he was so chagrined for not even a week, five days. He's like, yeah, he's like, I've been doing pull-ups all week now. I'm like, of course, like you couldn't let me have one thing. Like I had one thing to hold over you. These guys are, uh, they're, they're certainly special. See, that's what makes them. Yeah. Like these athletes, these professional athletes, you give them something to work towards like that, like yeah. a little pull-up <laughs> contest. And now MJD is like doing, like you said, over 20 of them. Like, that's just, that's what makes these guys special. And so, like I said earlier, having a guy like Olin Krutz, like, it doesn't take much to, you know, take him off. And like, it used to be, right? So it's yeah. like, just that little edge that they they have, regardless of what they're doing. It could be like, we have a ping pong, um, you know, table over here. I haven't played Olin yet, but he says he don't. doesn't play. But I bet you, if don't. we get going, yeah, I don't, I don't want to see how that ends for me. Nope, because he's going to want you to put money on it, and then he's going to smoke you, and it's going to be one of those things. It's disgusting. That's why it you're a little in awe of these guys sometimes. You're like, gosh, and it's you forget what it takes to get to that NFL level and how truly Absolutely. gifted they are athletically. Let's turn our attention now to the Chicago Bears. This is obviously speaking of two on twos. The Bears have two first or two second round picks. Excuse me. If you're running the team, where do you want to go with those two picks? See, this is an interesting question here, Adam, because if I'm doing it through the perspective of Ryan Poles, his lens, right, how he's kind of approaching free agency, he's balancing the now and the future, right? Mm -hmm. Because we haven't seen any of those splash signings. They tried to go get um, Ryan Bates out of out of Buffalo. He ends up signing, right, the offer sheet. And then, according, like, with Olin Krutz being here, he knows a few things, but they were in on Brian Allen. They wanted Brian Allen. They just didn't. The money didn't come out to it. So they want to address this offensive line. But I think for me, if I'm like Ryan Poles, what's going to be my first pick? What are people going to remember before? It's a former offensive lineman. You also have Ian Cunningham in the building, right? So two former offensive linemen here, and we're thinking the longevity of the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields being a huge part of that. I think if it falls, you look at your board, and you have maybe it's a tackle. And you're not set on Tevin Jenkins, Larry Borum right now. Do you go address that? I would think that's maybe the direction a Ryan Poles would take at this point. And obviously the big thing, 
who's Justin Fields throwing to at this right now? Yeah. Is it going to be Byron Pringle, Equinemius St. Brown? And obviously Darnell Mooney had a great year too, uh, having over a thousand yards and you need to address that. But if you're looking at the longevity, do the bears absolutely need to take someone in, in round two, a wide receiver. Like we see some of these bigger receivers that are on the Stephon Diggs just signed yeah. an extension, right? Fifth round draft pick. Yeah. Look at Tyreek Hill. He was a fifth round draft pick. Darnell Mooney, a fifth round draft pick. You can find people later. And the Bears have tried to draft wide receivers high. You look at Kevin White. You look at Anthony Miller. They, it just it, it hasn't panned out. So I'm thinking, even though I just said that, I'm like, I would try to see if my board lines up with addressing the offensive line and wide receiver, going heavy on the offense. That's okay. Yeah. That is okay in this draft. Because you, the most important part of 2022, it might not be the Bears being competitive in, in the division or you know maybe looking for playoffs. It's Justin Fields. You need to do what's right to give him the situation to get the best evaluation for him. So when 2023 rolls around, when you have more cap space, you have that draft capital, you can almost maybe go a little bit more in on some of these bigger free agent names or even in the draft or whatever it may be. But I think whatever gives you the proper evaluation of Justin Fields, that's how Ryan Poles should be addressing it. But it wouldn't be too surprising. Let's say they draft a corner and then the offensive line. It's like, right. well, they do have the, the long run in mind too. So let's build up this entire team and then we can kind of assess it from there. Yeah, we were talking about this on Tuesday night. We had Caitlin Sharkey on with uh, Take It to the Rank. Mm -hmm. And I was of the mind, and this is the way that I'm trying to embrace this new philosophy that we get too tied up into 1985, not you. You're a young man. You don't even know it. 1985. Go Google. No, I'm just kidding. But it we get so tied up to the defense when people are like, we need a corner. I'm like, well, we have Jalen Johnson. We've got Thomas Graham. Like, do we? Like, okay, we need a defensive tackle. I'm like, no, we've done we've done okay. And I think that Obi uh, Obi Wan Genobi oh could eventually <laughs> end up joining the team. And Akeem Hicks is still not signed with anybody else as well. I would not be upset that if every single one of these picks went towards the, uh, I know that it won't, but I'm like, listen, let's go. Like the angels did. And I mentioned this on Tuesday night as well. When the angels last year were in the amateur draft, they drafted 20 pitchers, not a single hitter. And if the, if the bears took a similar type approach and were like, we're just drafting linemen and receivers tight end because we got to, well, I guess Ryan Pace isn't here, but you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised by that. Yeah, and it just gives you the most opportunities, right, to finally hit on somebody, hit on somebody that's going to stay and actually be a part of the, what the Bears are trying to build here. So I, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that approach. I'm just seeing it like, man, is Ryan Poles, Ian Cunningham, Matt Eberflus, are they going to actually do that? And just seeing how they've approached free agency, they wanted to address the offensive line. Like the biggest contracts that they've given out so far have gone to the defense. And yeah. Justin Jones, it would have been Ogunjobi. And then you have Quan Muhammad, who came from the Colts. So you look at who they're kind of, I guess, prioritizing at this point, and is that defense. And this is Matt Eberflus's team. Like, would it be crazy to see a defensive player drafted with a very first pick? Maybe not. So, but I think the Bears just need to get that offense right at. Like, from even as young, I guess, as I am, it's like we've seen defense. It can only take you so far. We've seen so many Bears yeah. teams because of the ineptitude of the offense just end games like there you need to address that side of the ball to be competitive when you have the green bay packers in the nfc north and obviously 
with, with Aaron Rodgers still there, you need to be able to put up points. And the NFC in as, as a whole is it it's doable, right? I think all yeah. the all the powerhouse teams are in the AFC. So can you get competitive? And if Justin Fields is that guy, man, I Adam, I can't imagine what this city would be like if you know at, Justin Fields is that guy can just have this explosive offense with that arm talent. Whew, it would be exciting to watch. Yeah, and that's the one thing about the Bears, and I guess the Bulls to some extent too, is that everybody's funneled into rooting for the Bears. You have the Southsiders and the Northsiders. Their baseball teams are divided. Out here in Southern California, it's very similar. Dodgers, Angels. Don't let any, by the way, don't let any Dodger fans fool you. There was nobody going to Dodger fans in the 2000s when the Angels were dominating. There was nobody. They loved to tell a yarn. I will tell you this. I was at the, I was at drop-off. This week, Angels-Dodgers freeway series, the first two games, the Angels won. Nary, nary a person wearing a Dodger hat anywhere. And then all of a sudden, the Dodgers win a throwaway third game. And then, oh, here are all the Dodger fans. I'm like, you guys could not be bigger front runners. But the point is, is that the, the one thing that rallies Southern California is the Lakers, and they're terrible. Chicago, very similar. Like, if the if, when the Bears win the Super Bowl again, the celebration that they had for the Cubs is, is going to seem like the opening for a food for less. And this is going to be like Pearl Jam playing. Pearl Jam was a very famous band. Your parents and I liked Pearl Jam. Okay. I know we were readers. We saw Pearl Jam when they were opening for the Chili Peppers. But we've, it, it would be like that. It definitely would. And like you just, even like with 20, the 2018 team, Adam, like, yeah. The city just rallied around that team, seeing that the defense and just, you know, the creative plays, the Bears are back. And then you have that 2019 season, the convention that was happening at Rosemont. They were almost, it almost felt like they were like claiming to be like that Super Bowl contender before obviously anything had happened. Like obviously the 85 Bears made the Super Bowl shuffle and deservedly so because that team could back it up. It almost gave you that kind of vibes. And then yeah. the home opener happens against the Green Bay Packers and they score three points. And then we see that season just derail and Ryan Pace, the Bears trying to hold on for dear life to kind of do whatever you need to do, make trades, move up, whatever it needs to be to try to stay competitive with that team that, you know, just didn't quite have it. And it all goes to that offense, quarterback, the, the whole entire scheme just didn't work. But I remember how exciting it was for the 2018 team. And I can't imagine for sustained success because that's what Ryan Poles has talked about. Yeah, um, He wants to have that sustained sex, success because the Bears have gone in like a few bursts, right? Where they'll go up and win, you know, double digit victories. And then what happens next season? No yeah. longer. That's not that, that success is kind of gone. And the Bears go back to being the Bears. So that's you know the day that I'm waiting for, the day that you're waiting for. All Bears fans are all all waiting for because honestly, covering the team becomes a lot. It's just more enjoyable too when when yeah. the Bears are actually winning. So I I'm really looking forward to those days, and I'm hopefully Ryan Poles, Ian Cunningham, Justin Fields, Eberflus are the guys to bring in that new era of winning Bears football. That is one of the things because going back to the 2019 home opener, the utter disappointment of how awful that team looked offensively. I think that's one of the things that I would love to see is offensively just going out there and scoring a ton of points. 
Like, I just want to be pleasantly surprised. And perhaps with everybody being so disappointed right now, where over the last couple of off seasons, we've talked about like, well, this is the year that they put it all together. Now it's like, it's never going to happen. We don't have any players. We have 53 guys signed, blah, 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 whatever it is. I think we're probably in a better spot because of it. And I'm out here, you know, and I remember Justin Herbert's first game, emergency start against his Kansas City Chiefs. And he went out there and lit it up. And that Chargers team lost that game. Like a lot of people don't remember. It was a Tyreek Kill fluke touchdown that should have actually, he should have, he was actually down. I don't know why they didn't overturn that. But I, I was going against him in fantasy, so I remember that specifically. Um, but I remember, but the feeling that you had in that game of like, oh, well, it doesn't matter, win or lose, who cares? Justin Herbert's a real quarterback. And I think last year, after Justin Fields was drafted, you know, I went on the Tape Never Lies Network and I said, I don't care if we win or lose this season. And I think the Bears should approach it that way. I just want to know that our quarterback is the guy. And the Bears are like, well, we're going to start Andy Dalton. And you're like, oh, God, here we go. So at least there we have something to feel different about this season. Yeah, and Adam, I wonder if that moment could have happened. It was the Monday night game against the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Justin yeah. Fields takes them down, scores. They take the lead. And obviously they lose that game. But what they had the bye week the following week. So that momentum kind of stops. And then it's Baltimore. And I think Justin Fields plays maybe like 30 snaps in that game before leaving. So we never saw him got to just build off that, that momentum. And even though they lost, it's okay. You saw what Justin Fields could do in prime time on the road against, against the Steelers. Right. So I felt like we, we were almost robbed of what maybe could have been. It's not to say that Justin Fields, you know, can't get to that moment again, but Maybe we could have seen it a little earlier, but just how the schedule played out, him getting injured, yeah. we didn't get to really see that. But again, those are all the questions. After the season, you like think about, man, that could have been huge. It could have been maybe the Bears obviously are not still competitive or do anything in terms of win loss record, but we saw more out of Justin Field because you saw flashes for sure. And I think of the like being at Soldier Field in the press box, seeing the 49ers run. Oh my God. Yeah. Like you, one, I was just watching like Soldier Field, all the fans. Like you saw people standing up, you saw people sitting down, you're like, what's going to happen? And then Justin Fields ends up scoring a touchdown on the play. And I remember just going, I think it was to Will. I was like, man, this, he's got it. That's, that's yeah. a play that how many other quarterbacks can make that? <laughs> you can count on one hand probably. But yeah, I think there's just, I think back to that Pittsburgh Steelers game, the schedule, him getting injured. And I'm like, hmm. Maybe we missed out on something right there. May I? Yes and no, because I do know, because I was doing uh, NFL Total Access, the postgame show Monday nights this season. So that Bears game, and everybody was very concerned with me. Our sound guy, Joe, is a Packers fan, and everybody was very concerned because obviously there was the stupid uh, taunting call and all this stuff. And I can't can't even – it's funny because I can't even remember quite how the game ended. I know, obviously, losing – but everybody was like, are you going to be okay? Are you? I'm like, I could not, I don't care one way or the other. Justin Fields can play. Like, I think that he yeah. just illustrated our coach sucks and uh, nothing's going to change this season. So there you go. And I think that coming into this, this coming year, uh, that first game, don't, don't give us green Bay. Don't be, don't be jerks. Schedule makers. Stop give that. us, give us somebody easy. Give us the jet. I don't think the jets are on our schedule, but whoever it is. They are. They play the Jets, Giants. Like that's right. Give us the Jets. Like let us have the Jets. 
I don't personally, I don't think you should play your division rivals until week five. I think that it should be a, a mandate that you don't play or at least week four. And that week four is like rivalry week. And it's like, oh yeah, Packers bears week four. Boom. You go after it. Things like that. That's a story. That's a pod for another day. Um, but I do want to ask you too. And I do know Lori Lightfoot, Mayor Lori Lightfoot came out. I think it was today talking about like Chicago is going to make a great offer for uh, to keep the bears in Chicago. I want to ask you, and I don't want, I, I'm not asking you a prediction or anything, but I want to know how you feel personally. Would you rather have the bears play downtown in Chicago, or would you be agreeable to them moving to Arlington Heights? Your personal feeling, not a prediction. Yeah. So we actually talked about that on today's podcast and we asked Olin Cruz, just like, how do you, how would you feel about this? Obviously having played at Soldier Field, knowing exactly what that's like. And he said it, it would suck. And just because of, again, you see the skyline, you see go bears and, in, in you know, the building, just the atmosphere, right? For me, like having the opportunity to cover the bears for entirely the, my first season doing it, I got to, got a chance to go to L um, to the Raiders new stadium got a yeah. chance to go to even green bay and just see, and even like the minnesota vikings like those are up to date modern and just again the press box right green bay obviously it's very historic but i'm i'm all for arlington Heights for <laughs> to the bears to get you know up to date but still you could still have that history i think and still move and just get into the modern times because honestly adam like I don't know. Are you going to go party at the, the field museum after you, you know, see a bears game and they win? Like, right. I mean, and you can, you can go elsewhere, but I think there's what they're trying to do is just build it up over there, make it an experience. And if you have a team that's winning, like you want to be around, you want to be around things that you can go to. But for me personally, I'm, I'm definitely okay with the bears moving to Arlington Heights. And I know there's, you do lose that history. You do also lose, you know, just being in the city of Chicago. Right. But I wonder if like these newer players they're they don't really have that attachment yeah. to it. Right. So if you move, modernize everything and I don't know, I think it would be a really cool, fun experience for not only the players, but all Bears fans in general. Yeah. Like if they drafted Sky Moore, like he's he has no he has no attachment to Soldier Field. I I, I appreciate where Olin Krutz is coming from. Because I understand there's something about walking around Soldier Field, even walking around the outside mm -hmm. of it. And, you know, this is like, hey, like this is where my dad used to come to games and things like that. But I also feel too, I, I think that for base, I think that stadiums mean more for baseball. Like if you, like I, I still can't yeah. believe they tore down the old Comiskey, who, by the way, even mm -hmm. my, my Northside family will always contend like Comiskey was way better than Wrigley Field. And they, if they had modernized that field, you know, because they had like the dugouts or not the, the dugout, for lack of a better, the barbecue, the Kingsford barbecue area in left field. Like they like it was really well built. Like it they, it took them extra time to tear it down because it was so well built, like a crazy stuff. So I think for NFL stadiums, it doesn't matter as much because with baseball, you're in the city. You want public transportation. Those games are at night during the week. Most of the time, except for the Chicago, they have the Friday afternoon mm -hmm. games for the Cubs. That makes more sense. Like if you ever went down to Petco in San Diego, you're like, this has to be downtown 
football is a different vibe. I my office is right next to SoFi Stadium. SoFi Stadium is not in Los Angeles. It's in Inglewood. It's about an hour, like with traffic, it's an hour away from downtown LA. Okay. It can be. And you know what? It doesn't matter. Like it's fine. Like the stadium's amazing. Like you don't like you go into the stadium. I think that football is a lot of like, I don't think that football is as much bars as it is parking lot tailgates. And if Arlington yeah. Heights gave you the opportunity to tailgate and it gave you the opportunity, like you're going to just, you're going to hang out of your car anyways. Like as long That's as it's, true. as long as it's nice, as long as it's built like SoFi, if you build a stadium, that's like the Meadowlands. That's like uh, wherever the 49ers play in Santa Clara. That's, that's a terrible situation. You don't want any of those, but if it's a mini SoFi, I'm going to, I'm going to tell all Chicago fans, you're going to want that experience. Cause like Minnesota was like that too. You mentioned you had been there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say this too, Adam. It's like when people are going to these games and obviously the, the recent history of the bears, it's like, you really, you haven't seen enough wins. Right. So you're kind of almost not fed up with the team, but that's ultimately what matters in the end. It's like seeing your team succeed. So regardless if they're at soldier field in the city or in Arlington Heights, like that's what's always going to be the thing that counts the most. If the Bears become successful, you know, with this new era, you know, Bears football, then yeah, if they're in Arlington Heights, people are going to back them up regardless. So yeah, but to go back to your point, like I'm all for it. It makes my drive from an hour to about 30 minutes, and you right. know, I'll take that. Yeah, where did, as you know, yeah, it, it can get busy. Yeah, where do the people live? That's another thing, too. It's like that's why baseball stadiums work well in downtown situations because people are downtown during the week. On Sundays, mm -hmm. nobody's downtown. Like that's – Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been downtown on a, on a Sunday in April – there's nobody around. Maybe people are walking to the bean or whatever, but like nobody's there. Like, I don't know. I, I think that you got to get over the attachment and just understand mm -hmm. that it's going to be a, a competitive advantage. They'll probably build hotels. This is one of the things like we do this where we make a baseball trip with my buddies. We go down to Petco Park and we're not even Padre fans, but like it's just fun. Like rent a hotel. You go there on the Friday night game, have the hotel, whatever. This you could go stay over Sunday night or whatever people coming from out of town. You fly into O'Hare to Arlington Heights. What is that? 20 minutes, get a hotel right mm -hmm. there. Boom. You go to the game, get out of there. There's going to be WrestleMania is there. There'll be uh, a AEW probably start selling out that stadium. I think it's something that's time has finally come. And I hope that we can modernize it and uh, start enjoying all the good things that could come with something like that. Yeah. too. That and like final fours, like could you get some basketball? Like, there's so much oh, you yeah. can do with a modern actually, Adam. I want to get your pick. Like, um, you are you all for bear weather? Or if it was in a dome, I'm, like how how would you feel about that? The bear let me here's what my here's what my dad says. It's uh he's my dad, this is his whole thing. He goes, uh 1988, bears were 12 and 4, number one seed, and he's like the soft ass. San Francisco 49ers came into our stadium and whooped us like the 49ers. Like he would net like that. That's the day that bear weather died. He's like 85, you know, like 85. And, and, and he pointed out, he's like, listen, 85, obviously that was an effect on the Rams. You know, the Rams, you know, actually had a pretty decent team, 
but the weather kind of played into it. He's like, but they went to New Orleans in a dome and smoked the Patriots. So, like, what did it matter? Like, that defense traveled. The defense still plays tough indoors, just as tough as they play in outdoors. So I think it's time. Like, we can put the notion away of bare weather. By the way, the, the Vikings the Vikings also, like, they got – I mean, the Vikings have always sucked, so I guess it didn't really matter. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I think those days are over. I completely agree. I mean, what would a Khalil Mack have done, you know, in turf? Like, I'm there. Maybe, maybe Who knows? But, yeah, I'm all with you with the bare weather and the argument there. I, I get it. People who, you know, have attachment to – the stadium and wanting to be there. I get it, but we can, we can modernize things. My, my, uh, my uncle operated a grain elevator in Newark. No, York, Yorktown, Newark, Yorktown, sandwich, anywhere, somewhere out there, out in the, out in the boonies. And for the longest time, they didn't have, they didn't have a bathroom indoors. And then eventually they did. They got some indoor plumbing and it's like, yeah, that's why we put roofs on stadiums now. Like, the technology is advanced. We don't have to go back and live like our, our forefathers. Like, believe me, if Red Grange could have put a dome over a field, he would have. They did it. Chicago Stadium in 1932. George Hallis did it, I should say. It's fine. You'll be okay. You'll, you'll be just now. fine. You'll be just fine. Well, listen, Nick, uh, I want to thank you. Uh, I know we got a lot of time to go before the NFL draft, but really wanted to get you in, wanted to talk to you about the uh, CHGO podcast and everything, that all the great things that you guys are doing. Uh, implore everybody who has not yet checked it out to go do that, subscribe, like all their channels and everything like that. Uh, I hope we can do this again in the near future, hopefully after the draft, and we can kind of get into what this roster is going to start to look like. That sounds like great, you know, sounds great to me, Adam, but I would like to get you here at some point. Let's do it. Ever in the I'm, land area. I didn't want to invite myself in, but I would be happy to at any time. We we would love to have you, Adam. Um, so we'll have to definitely set that up, get you in studio, and talk some Bears football. All right. Well, then we'll do this. I will arrange it. Here's what I need. Um, if we can get this, I will fly in. I was I should fly in on a Thursday. I want to go to a Cubs Friday afternoon game, so we can do the Friday morning show, then go to the game. Right? That should work out time wise. You know what? I would. I think you should come on when Olin Krutz is here. He's here on Mondays and Thursdays, and maybe that'll oh, change. Oh, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do a Thursday. I'll fly in on Wednesday night. We'll do it. I'll do an overnight. Okay. Fly right in. Come right yep, in. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Um, maybe again, we'll keep we'll keep you updated with the schedule change or anything like that. But that sounds like a that sounds like a great plan to me. Well, I'm glad we're hammering it that that out. Plus, it's also you know I can tell you know the tell the family like, hey, I got to go to Chicago. They need me in studio. Like I could zoom this or do whatever. We use StreamYard, by the way, but I gotta be in I gotta be in studio for this to, to really have the full experience. Go to the day game, fly out Friday night. I love this idea. All right, happy to do it. Sounds good. We'll we'll definitely set it up. All right, Nick. Well, thank you so much. Uh I really uh, appreciate you stopping by. Enjoyed this conversation. Hope to uh, again do it real soon. I'll see you in Chicago at some point. But uh thanks again and good luck to you the rest of the way. Appreciate it, Adam. Have a great rest of your day. All right. Thank you so much. There he goes. The great Nick Moreno of CHGO Sports. Again, make sure you're checking it out. Listen, this, we're one big family. We love everybody. We love the Tape Never Lies Network. We love Bear Down Cuz. We love CHGO, the Barroom Network. Like, it's all good. We're all Bear fans. We all want the same thing. And so I want to thank Nick for stopping by. By the way, 
Uh, I do notice too, like think about this. We The Masters is happening right now. I don't know where Tiger Woods is at the moment. I want you right now in the comments to num number one, write the word sick. Number two, think of the Tiger Woods and his comeback from injury. Five players. There are five notable players who will be making a comeback this season from an injury. Which one of these five players do you think could have the biggest impact this season? We're talking about Christian McCaffrey. We're talking about Michael Thomas, Jameis Winston, our own Khalil Mack, who's now with the LA Chargers, and of course, DeAndre Hopkins. Of those five guys, which one of them is going to have the best season? Make sure you put that in the comments, and then we will revisit this. And at the end of the year, when it's your player, you can go, look, I called this on the sick podcast in early April and uh, you can go crow about it. You can screen grab it and tell cold takes exposed to get out of here because you nailed it. But in any event, that's going to do it for us here today. Want to thank you for joining us. Want to thank Mick Moreno one more time. And of course, make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast and we will see you Tuesday night for take it to the rank until then bear down. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Adam Rank on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.